Thank you for listening to this new episode of the podcast by The Still Water. It is our intent that these messages be an encouragement in your search for the God of heaven. Thank you for listening. In the past few years, we have witnessed a revolution in sending people and objects into space. Videos of the SpaceX rockets landing tail-first on floating barges out in the ocean. It is like a scene right out of science fiction. Or the massive SLS Artemis system on the launch pad that is intended to put men back on the moon. It has captured the interest and imagination of the public. It is similar to the excitement around the space race of the 1960s, when President Kennedy challenged America to send men to the moon. But the early moon mission was a step into the unknown for many reasons. One was, what was the moon surface like? No one knew. While some scientists believed men could successfully land on the moon, others believed that the dust was so thick and soft that it would not support the weight of a spacecraft. Very prominent scientists, such as Thomas Gold of Cornell University, was telling NASA that the dust would act like a vast ocean and the astronauts would sink out of sight. The correct answer would directly impact the mission to send men to the moon. The question was so hotly debated and was of such importance that NASA created the Surveyor Program, a space probe that could land on the moon to test if the dust could support the weight. At that moment, it took enormous effort to design and to launch a probe like this, but the effort was considered worth it. Five probes were successfully landed and proved it was possible to visit the moon. Thomas Gold had been proven wrong. This podcast is focused on the God of heaven and the message of the Bible. Many people have the impression that belief in God and the Bible story requires something they call blind faith, or the complete lack of evidence or critical analysis. One of the major themes of this podcast is to show that this idea is not true. The Bible story can stand up to critical examination, that the events described are often a part of the historical record, and that many places mentioned in the Bible are well known and in exactly the location described in the Bible story. But many do not realize that the Bible asks, if not demands, a critical examination of the story. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. In the last few podcast episodes, we have been discussing some elements from the letter written by the Apostle John. The quote a moment ago was from the first verse of chapter 4 of that letter. Remember that John is writing in response to people that were spreading bad information. His response is to urge those he loves to be skeptical about what they hear. Don't believe every spirit. The message is clear. There is bad information out there, so be careful. He tells them to test what they have heard. The approach here is that it is possible to judge the message on its integrity and reliability. This is a far cry from approaching the Bible message with so-called blind faith. John says that the true gospel can withstand close examination for truth, but the false information will fail. He urges them to put the message to the test. For those teachers that were spreading this bad information, 
one element was the story of Jesus real. Remember that John began this book saying that he was a direct witness to the life, teaching, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Yet some of these teachings would reject these basic elements, that the story and sacrifice of Jesus was literal. They had denied that Jesus would live a life and then give his life to save the life of others. This is so fundamental to the gospel that if those elements are being rejected, you have the proof you need to reject that teaching and that teacher. If you scratch the surface of these teachings, you will find a lie. The surveyor probes were launched to the moon to answer some fundamental questions. Could a spacecraft make a soft landing on the moon? Could a spacecraft broadcast pictures and data from the surface of the moon? If these basic elements were not possible, any mission to put a human on the moon was doomed to fail. But the surveyor probes did soft landings on the moon and tested the quality of the lunar surface and did send information back to Earth. Using a robotic arm, the surveyor probes scratched the surface to prove it was possible to safely land on the moon. In a similar way, John tells us to scratch the surface of an unknown teaching to uncover truth. In an earlier episode, we talked about the Apostle Paul teaching in the city of Berea. The people there were described as being, quote, more noble-minded. The reason given for that description is that they asked the question, is this man teaching the truth? Not only that, but they continued to test and to probe. They turned to a known element, the writings of Moses and the prophets, as a benchmark for the truth. John's statement here in this letter reflects that mindset. It is a noble thing to seek the truth and to shine a light on what is false. He pleads with those that he cares for to test the truth. In this section, John indicates that there are a number of tests that can uncover the nature of someone's teachings. First, does the teaching promote the fact that Jesus is the Christ, God come in the flesh to save us? If that is denied, John says, reject the teachings and the teacher. Second, does the teaching dovetail with what John and the other apostles have been saying? If they were whispering that the apostles were mistaken, or they teach something that abandons those truths, reject the teachings and the teachers. Third, do they promote and teach about love and its central role in the story of Jesus? If love does not take center place in the story, reject the teaching and the teachers. Listen as John expands on this last point. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world, so that we might live through him. In this, is love. Not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, 
we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. We have talked about that God loved us first, even when we were working against the mission and interest of God. Remember that we discussed that while we were enemies of God, he still made a way for us to return to God's people. This section extends that in a number of directions. Remember, we were talking about scratching the surface to learn the truth. We need to apply that to ourselves and our own life. Listen to John speak of a bedrock quality of God when he says simply, God is love. Therefore, his people must be about love. Remember that this is not about affection or friendship, but a choice to act in the best interest of others. This is the agape love he is speaking of here. If we scratch the surface of our life and our choices, do we find that those actions and attitudes support the God of love? To reflect the God that is the perfect expression of love, we must fulfill his mission of love towards others. So the idea of testing the spirit, the uncovering of the truth, must be applied to ourselves as well. John not only says that the people of God must love, but he emphasizes this by stating it in the negative. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In chapter 1, John says, God is light, meaning an element that is a defining quality of God is truth. John now tells us that God is love, meaning that a defining quality of God is agape love. Those that would search for the God of heaven must reflect those qualities, truth and love. They must reflect these qualities not only in their attitudes, but also in their actions. So, are we willing to send out a probe to search for the truth? To do so is not only fulfilling the instructions of John, but has been described as a noble cause. That search must include the description of Jesus, the harmony of the message that was shared by the apostles, and with the fundamental quality of the love of God. Notice that these are not separate elements, but describe the Bible message as a whole, think of how these elements reflect one another in this bit of writing from another work by the Apostle John. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Each of the elements discussed above are found in this well-known verse. Are you willing to make the great effort to send out the probe, searching for the true nature of the God of heaven and the true nature of our relationship with the God of heaven? John pleads with us to reach out with our best effort to test the spiritual ground we are standing upon, to see if we will hold up as genuine. Reach out and dig down under the surface to uncover the truth and to discover the very nature of the God of light 
and the God of love. In other words, the God of heaven. Thank you for listening to this episode of By the Still Water. It is our desire that these messages reflect the true word of God. If you would like to reach us, you can reach us by email at bythestillwater2024 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at By the Still Water Podcast. Please consider subscribing. This will alert you to new episodes when they are made available. Again, thank you for listening.